Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You'll never have the sacred stone. <laughs> oh, this you crazy mother. This is Eat and Drink with Ali Hassan and Marco Timpano. The podcast where back of house Ali and front of house Marco talk food and drink. Heads up. These two spent decades in restaurants, so some mature content and language is bound to come up. Get ready for Eat and Drink. Forks up. I, I'm being treated like a king today. Are uh, you? Yeah, yeah. Welcome to Eat and Drink, the uh, the podcast where we uh, we eat and drink and we tell you all about it. That's Marco Tempano, and that's uh, that's Ali Hassan across from me. Of course, you can't see that. You can't see us pointing aggressively at each other. Uh, but I'm being treated like a king because just before Marco press record, he said, "I'm excited for the drink I'm making you." Marco's taking a little time off booze. Yes, huh? I am. What a, a little, phony little... fraud you are! You're taking time away from your alleged passion. Yes, but now I get to be treated. I'm not going to complain about that. Well, listen, yeah. I know that you'll like what's in here. And what's interesting oh, is what when I you see. walked by, you're like, "What are you making, a margarita?" And that just shows how astute you are. Uh, because oh, in in essence, this is in the margarita family. But what I'm making for you is what people kind of know as a shooter. Okay. And it's got a questionable name, the kamikaze. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, oh, yeah. You know, this kamikaze drink... was my second father when I was a teenager. Right. When he well, wasn't and, around. And yeah. did you have the shots? Always the shots. Okay. Because it started in 76. This is when this drink was in, invented mm. in California. If you go to the Wikipedia page, I have some problems with the way they describe it. Okay. But essentially, there was some people that worked together, and some of them were feeling under the weather, and they're like telling their friend, hey, do you have some, some schnapps, some peppermint schnapps? And they were drinking peppermint schnapps to feel better. And they're like, can you make us something else? And then he made the kamikaze, which is equal parts lemon, uh, lime, sorry, I already started off. Off wrong. Yeah. Lime juice, which I know you like lime. I love lime. Uh, vodka. Vodka. And triple sec. And then uh, kimchi? No. Okay, no, no. that also it's, makes you feel good. So right, I right. thought we were going for a no, full... No, no, no. <laughs> this, this is for you, this my friend. Right? Okay. So this, that's, so, that's the three things? Right. And so they made it as shots, and supposedly they felt better. Of course, if you're doing peach nups and then kamikazes, you're probably going to feel no pain. Of course. But this is also a lovely, lovely... Mar- um, martini. Okay. And the reason uh, you looked at it and said margarita, if you were to replace it with tequila, tequila yeah. you've in essence got a margarita, yeah. right? Yeah. So um, I want to specifically send a shout out to Triple Sec. Just doing it. Just putting just, their head down and getting the job done since 1908. When, whenever whatever yeah. it was. And the reason up. I say, remember we talked about what are some essentials you need at your, in your home bar? Yeah. Get yourself a Triple Sec. Yeah. Because you can just... You can do tequila, triple sec, vodka, triple sec. Triple sec appears in a lot of cocktails. And if you have it, it's going to be that powerhouse that works for you. Mm-hmm. So like how it. how about I start making this 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 cocktail yeah, for I'm you? Yeah, I'm okay right? with that. All right. All right. What do we Do you have ice? I feel like you don't have ice. It's in there already. It's Unbelievable. In there. In okay, there. Good for you. So like I said, equal parts of each. But I'm going to do an ounce and a half of vodka. An ounce and a quarter of vodka for sure. you because I feel like it needs just a pinch more of the alcohol personally. Okay. Sure, sure, so, sure. Uh, one ounce freshly squeezed uh, lime. And I also want to give you a shout out because remember how I used to not freshly squeeze lime? I used to oh, use, yeah, yeah, yeah. I could barely it, look you in the eyes. Right. It's so much better with freshly squeezed lime. So there you go. So I've changed my opinion. Since we started this podcast, I've changed my opinion. I no longer have that stuff or the uh, already squeezed lime juice. 
Marco, changing his opinions, that's not something that happens every day. No. I mean, that's, uh, that's to be mentioned. I also want to mention that it's early. It's fairly early in the day to be drinking this, but I have to give you kudos once again because you you just take it like a champ. You're like, I'm, it's early in the morning, but I'm going to suffer for my art. Suffer for my art. Suffer for your art in yeah. this case. It was great when we both had a little buzz looking at each other like, what are we doing? But yeah, I, I, I could do this alone. Just give me a little bit of time on that and I'll get back to you with that. I kind of like I kind of like that I make the drink solely for you because then my proportions I'm always like doing double proportions and I don't enjoy that so yeah. much. All right, I'm going to just shake this. Once again, with a shaker, you just shake until it gets really cold to the touch and a frost appears on the shaker. You can talk while I shake. That. I didn't actually know that you're waiting for a frost yeah, to appear. Yeah, can you see the frost? And yeah, see yeah, how yeah, cold? Yeah. That's when you know, right? Okay. Yeah. We're pouring her out into a nice martini glass, one of the worst creations anybody's ever made. If you try to walk around with a martini glass in your life, you'll know that. And just to make it a little bit more brutal for you, I'm going to put a lime, a lime on wheel the, on it. Uh, I like it. I like it. it won't say. Oh, there you go. And here's what I love about this. You're going to tell me what you think about this. Yeah. Are you taking a picture? Is that what I you were going to do? I would like to take okay, a picture. Okay, why don't I hold it for you while the you take it? Oh, you, you got it. The wheels. Oh, the hand model wants to be in here. No, no, huh? no. I don't have to be. Okay, while you're taking the picture, I'm yes. just going to explain this. A lot of people want to order martinis, but they don't like how martinis taste. They're a little bit too um, strong for them, or they don't like the vermouth, and they don't like the purity of the alcohol that they're going to get it. This is a great alternative for you. If you order a kamikaze martini, it doesn't have the vermouth. It has lime. If you like something tart, I have a lot of friends who like tartness. It's terrific. Do you like it? I really do. Yeah. Ah, oh, what a great summer drink, man. This is also one of those cocktails that is perfect at any time of the day. So if you have a if you have a <laughs> As lunch we are exhibiting right now, yeah. Business lunch or a lunch with a friend, you can have this. Evening, you can have this. Is there this. another name for it? It feels weird to be at a business lunch and go, I'll have a kamikaze. Uh, you know, unfortunately it has this name. Yeah. Which is kind of problematic when you look at what kamikaze means, right? It was a World used War to have II. like a dollar kamikaze, sure. kamikaze shots all nights for 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 women, and you know it was, it was like the really cheap kind of uh, I don't know. It was like the uh, I, I didn't even know what it was made of. Right. I I, I, su I knew there was vodka, and I think it was some just you know processed lime juice or whatever you want to sure. call. It. And um, it was and and probably sugar, something cheaper than triple sec. I yeah, imagine. Yeah, fair. And uh, it was often like, uh, whatever, Wednesdays, kamikaze, sure. $1, whatever sure. it was, you know? So, yeah, now you're now you're at a business lunch. There you go. But just remember, if they don't know how to make it, because a lot of bartenders might know the shot, which is equal parts lime juice, triple sec, and vodka. Equal parts on all three. Equal parts on all three. You can just tell them, listen, I'd like equal parts vodka or like ounce and a half of vodka, ounce of uh, lime juice, ounce of uh, triple sec. Yeah, have them shake it up and put it in a martini glass. It has a nice color to it. It's a little bit cloudy, almost like a, a, a whiteish kind of sure, color. Sure, and uh, it goes down very smooth. So this is the uh, cocktail I recommend. Great to when the sun is out. That All little right. bit of lime, and wanna... and we're blessed right now to have the sun out. Yep. Not in this particular box we call the studio, but mm -hmm. I've come from the sun. The sun is out. It's a gorgeous weekend. This feels very. Uh, very apropos. And very... you you don't like sweet 
cocktails. No, we, yeah, we've established yeah, that. Yeah, so yeah. for me, when I was looking at this particular drink, because I was looking at classic shooters, I was looking at, I was doing some investigation. What can I make that's a bit different? And I saw the kamikaze shooter came up. And then I said, I looked and it was like, oh, it's also great as a cocktail. I'm like, I'm going to do this because I feel like it's in your wheelhouse. I love it. I love yeah. the research you do with me in mind. You know, I do my best. I do my best. Well, good. I'm glad you're enjoying that. I like it. All right. Um, so it's, I, it's like uh, it's opened my eyes. It's putting some pep in my step over here. And do you like this vodka, this uh, Tito's? Tito's, do I do. Look, man, you pay a premium for Tito's and mm. it says handmade on it. Yeah. So uh, I feel like it went like this with my friends. It was, you know, when I was younger, it was like the Stoli. Yeah. Then we went to Sky. Sky Vodka seemed mm. to be the thing. Then everybody started making money in their 30s, and it was uh, uh, Grey Goose. Grey yes, Goose, Grey Goose, Grey Goose, the French vodka. Along the way, I discovered Iceberg. Oh, yes. Which is this clean, crisp Newfoundland vodka, allegedly made from iceberg water. I don't know, but I, I just feel like we're always mixing vodka. If you're drinking it straight, then I guess it matters. Yeah. But we're always mixing it. So don't get the worst because the quality of the vodka sure. won't be good for your system. But once you get over like 25 bucks, I yeah. mean, what are we really, I need a clean vodka that doesn't have a lot of other flavor, sure, any, any sure. other flavor. And I, I just feel like Iceberg always does the trick for me. I do like Iceberg too. And you yeah. know what? When I'm shopping for my next vodka, I'm going to pick that up and have it in our yes. studio so we have the Iceberg. Uh, this I picked up the airport duty free. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, I, you know, I got two bottles and, and this is the last of the two. That's great. So, yeah, good. I'm glad you enjoying that. Uh, kamikaze, simple to make, simple to order, simple to enjoy. I'm going to go back to bed in an hour. I think that's <laughs> the only problem, huh? The gym? You, you the need gym a massage. Not a today. massage. You know, oh, yeah. you should schedule your massage appointments for after our recording. Because I stress you out sometimes. I see the sweat that beads off your forehead. You know, like you That has use... a lot to do with the zero air that we're getting in here, Marco, and the alcohol I'm putting in. Exactly, inside. exactly. Uh, I was actually at a Calgary Folk Fest this past weekend. Right, right. And, and had a did you go tent. have the ice cream that I recommended you have? I don't know why you would bring that up I'm, on air, but I uh, I took a picture of it, and this is this is what a monster I am. I take a picture of it because I'm here. I go, this is it, and my friends like, this is what? I go, this is the place. This is supposed to be the best gelato, and they're like, what? Are, I go, no, you don't understand. My friend Marco was a was a tour guide in Italy. This gelato is on par. Yeah. With gelato, he's eaten in Italy, and now right. they're interested. You always right. got the add the of course. goddamn Italian factor. Sure. Like you guys are sure. the authorities on everything, it's right? It's true, so, though. Uh, now they're excited, but we had just come back from a huge steak dinner, and we had a goal. He's going to take me somewhere. Right. 18, 1-8 Empire. How was that? It's fantastic. For some old fashions. Great right. old fashioned. Are you a fan of the old fashioned? I am a fan. Have of we the old done fashioned. old fashioned? We have not done. All old right, fashions. I'm going to do old fashioned. I love an old fashioned. Do you? Oh, love it. It's perfect. It's a beautiful. If you don't know what to order, yeah. And the bartender comes around and they're like, "Oh, what do you want?" And everybody in your party's ordered, and you're just like trying to think, "What should I have?" I my standard is always, "Can you make a good old fashioned?" And they'll be like, "Yes," and I'm like, "I get it." If I ask them and they're like, "What's an old fashioned?" Give me water. I wonder if we have done one in an early episode. I feel like you know, I've, I've watched you twist a, twist an orange before. It might have been for some other drink. Listen, we'll look it up. And if we haven't done the old-fashioned, we'll do it. We'll do it. We'll and do it if again. we've done we'll it, do it, it again with a listen. renewed energy. Yeah, yeah. Back in those days, we were in my... We were in my uh, my kitchen, my family kitchen, yeah. worried that my son might come in and go, who the hell is this guy? Yeah. Right? So we're, we're in a better place. Yeah. Um, so what they do is they take a board 
first and they they um they put a torch to the board. A and wood that, that board, board is so different pl- types of wood. A plank of wood and other Yeah, words. so yeah. you know I went with the standard at first. The first one I went standard and the second one I customized a bit. I, it was a, a board of maple wood. Okay. And that maple, they torch it. They put the glass over the area they've torched. So they the they, smoke put, comes they into overturn the glass. the glass. Overturn the glass. Yeah. So it sort of smokes the glass. You get right. a smoky flavor in the glass. Then they make the uh, they make the old fashioned. Yes. And then they use bitters. So you have a choice of walnut bitters, this bitters, yep. this bitter. And so I chose uh, I chose walnut bitters with cardamom. Oh. And it was really maple and cardamom. I you know I've I've made some. I've made a few desserts in my life. I'm right. not a big, but uh, creme brulee is one of the desserts that I really enjoy yeah. making. And I've made cardamom uh, 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 creme brulee, and there's a maple flavor there too. And I was like, oh, yeah. let me just do. And it was great. It was and excellent. You, and you never make this for me. I, this man, sounds so been, beautiful. I know. Uh, okay. Okay. Listen, well, I'm yeah, gonna say we'll do a nice, nice pick of the three things. Yeah. I think they go. I think they work well together. And the old fashioned was fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. It was really, really good. All that to say. Now we've had steak and a bunch of booze, followed by two old fashions. I couldn't fit a teaspoon of water in my system. Right. So auto gelato was gone. Friday right. is not going to happen. Saturday, I worked till late. I was working this main stage till midnight. Then everybody just goes to the after party. I think auto gelato would have been closed anyway right. at that time. Then Sunday. Perfect day for ice cream. Perfect day for ice right. cream. And it was gorgeous outside. Yeah, of course. I have a friend. Who owns a restaurant now? He not, doesn't own it. He's the chef at a restaurant called The Coup in Calgary. Huge shout out to The Coup. Uh, uh, I was C-O-O? talking to some C O U P. Oh, okay, like a revolutionary okay, coup per, type coup, of thing, like, right? Yeah. So it looks like coup, but that's not how you spell coup. Okay. C O U P. Like coup d'état, right? Coup d'état, right. mon ami, right. exactement. All right. So uh, and where this is in Calgary? This for is in our Calgary in Mission, like... in an area called Mission in Calgary, Seventeen awesome. F. And um, it was funny. I was talking to somebody backstage. This girl was. She said, "I'm vegan. I'm going to Montreal for a week, so I'm giving her some options sure. where she can go in Montreal." I'm messaging a friend in Montreal. He's like, he, "She can check out the place called Momo for the best vegan dumplings." Blah blah. I said, "I'm actually going to a vegetarian restaurant in a couple of hours, the Coup." And she punched me in the shoulder. Goes, "You're kidding me? That's the best restaurant in Calgary." Oh, there you go. Now that's her assessment, right? Right. As a vegan who's got a, sort of a limited amount of things that she can eat. Sure. But I told my friend immediately. I go, hey man, it's crazy. I, you know, what a what a shot in the arm for you, and a, a, a you know, f- literally and f- metaphorically for right. you that I this was just called the best restaurant. He gave me some food to eat. It was terrific. I was quite full. He goes, I didn't fill you up too much. You were full on vegan food. I was full full on vegetarian. Vegetarian, vegan sorry, vegetarian. Food. Amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's having me try these mezcals and a boulevardier and this kind of stuff. I, I'm, I was very happy. He goes, I didn't feed you too much. This guy, he's an overfeeder. That's right. why he's a great chef. I wanted to go to this Hawaiian place called Lulu. We're going to just have some skewers. I'm right. like, okay, okay, I can do it. Beef tongue skewers. Not yeah. everybody's, you know, not everybody's, uh, what you, what's the term? Not everybody's... Uh, thing. Thing? Yeah. That's the word I was the, looking for. <laughs> the skewer that licks you back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So good, right. thinly, thinly striped, yeah. ribboned, yeah. you know, really good. Get over your fear of tongue. Get over your fear. Of Get tongue. over your fear if it's prepared of, well, of it's heart so and liver and giblets and stuff yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. Everything, everything. This is what I was telling my three-year-old. Is there anything you don't like? He's asking me, Papa. My four-year-old. And I go, look, I realized that, you know, I didn't like liver for many, many years. Uh-huh. Then I go to Jordan, and they prepare it with this pomegranate syrup. Yum. And it, I was like. 
there's a way. Everything, there's everything a has a way, you know. And sometimes, yeah. uh, you know, unfortunately, your parents who you who raised you mm-hmm. and loved you may have not known the best way to prepare that particular thing. You mm-hmm. know, fair enough. So you have this tongue skewer, tongue good skewers out of are this amazing. world. Then we have spam. Which I would have never ordered. My buddy said, you got to get the Spam. It's sure, it's a Hawaiian. Spam. It's a Hawaiian. It's Hawaiian. It's a Hawaiian As you restaurant. well know, yeah. coming from Hawaii recently. And uh, it's homemade. I mean, it's it's made in-house. And even the waitress backs them up and goes, oh, the Spam is one of the top-selling things. Amazing. And it's homemade Spam. Homemade Spam. I should say that Spam, you'll find it a lot when you're in Hawaii. They use it a lot. It's not necessarily made in Hawaii, yeah. but it is a key ingredient or a key thing you will see on menus. Yeah. So, but, but this place, Lulu, makes their own Spam. Make their own Spam. Out of this world. Uh, it was really fantastic. It was really fantastic. I recommend the coup strongly. I recommend Lulu strongly. At that point, couldn't even breathe. Right. Out the gelato, out the window. Wow. wow. I'm going to be back in the fall. You couldn't make room. You I'm going to be, be like, back in the fall see, with that, four comedians, okay. and I'm going to take everybody All right. there. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'll, I'll see. I'll believe it when I see I the photo. The but, worst part is I sent I send Marco a picture of Otto gelato from outside. And I go, I, that's all I did. No mm. comment. Just a picture. Sure. He sends back four texts in rapid succession. I'm so happy you're there. Oh, my God. You're there. I'm so happy Say you're there. Say hi for me. Yeah. This is who you speak to. <laughs> yeah, blah, blah, blah. it was more than four. Yeah. It was those follow-ups later. Listen, I think we're doing a, a lot of promo for Otto, so they're I, not exactly. going to be they're, they're not, not going to be, be upset. But I do want to mention your friend who's the chef at Koo. Did you mention? Adam what? Ryan. Adam Ryan. So yeah. if you are in Calgary and you go to Koo, Tell Adam you heard it here and send his regard send our regards uh, to him as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. He has like uh once a month he has these like tasting courses, nights and uh they have a bunch of different things, a bow sure. night and it's really like what he's doing, he's always been a super creative guy and uh I don't know, he's really like found his footing. I went to a vegetarian restaurant in Toronto uh last week. Okay. And uh that shall not be named because of the experience yeah, you had? No, it was great, but I'm not going to name it because I'm a little bit pissed off at something. Sure. So in the menu, it says ahi rolls or whatever, right? And uh, they don't put quotes around the ahi, right? So I'm like, oh, okay, it's a vegetarian restaurant, but they have some pesca. fish. They go fish. pesca. They're going to have a little pescatarian situation yeah. for me, right? So I'm like, oh, you know, uh, the ahi tuna. I go, your ahi tuna. And my wife looks at me like I've just like spit on someone. Sure, sure, sure. And she's you like, just said, is there pork available yeah, in a Muslim yeah, restaurant? Yeah, and she's yeah. like, what are you talking about? That's ahi watermelon rolls and stuff like that. I'm like. Well, then don't call it ahi because ahi means tuna and you're misinforming me. Put it in quotes and say ahi like, ahi watermelon, something like that. So I know that it's not tuna. But if I see the word ahi, if you put uh, prosciutto panino, but the prosciutto is going to be made out of some sort of vegetable and you don't put the prosciutto in quotes, I'm going to assume it's a fucking pig's leg that's been sliced for me. That's what I'm going to assume, right? Likewise, I see Ahi, I'm expecting things. So she looks at me like I've got three heads. The waitress looks at me like, oh, no, no, no. See, the name of our restaurant is this, so we're a veg- I go, I'm like, I get it. I get it, all right? You guys are just misinforming me. So I, I had this wow. role. The passion. With a the disdain passion. in my face. <laughs> They took watermelon, they sliced it to look like tuna, and they marinated, and I popped that friggin' thing in my mouth. It was fantastic, I have to say. FYI, it was, good. It was, was so PTW good. It was so great. Good. I just didn't like the wording on the menu. There should have been some quotes. Agree or disagree? Yeah, this could be a whole mini episode. Okay. Quotes or no quotes. To quote or to not quote. There you go. I, uh, of course. Now, look. 
The reason that I am full agreement with you Great. is because there are many vegetarians who do eat fish but still call themselves vegetarian. Yeah. However, if it's well known as a vegetarian restaurant, it says it, and, and there was prosciutto on the menu, then it's like, well, you knew what you were. You're in a vegetarian right. restaurant. There wasn't right? a prosciutto on the menu. That exactly. Was, okay. No, no. I know okay. you made that up. I, yeah. I knew you just wanted to roll your R's and speak passionately yeah. about your culture. But I, <laughs> I feel like that's where you know. Then if you were on the other side, yeah. you would have been like this idiot thought we had prosciutto, right? Yeah. You would have been that guy. Sure. But with fish, look, so many vegetarians occasionally I'll have fish right. or just. Full out call themselves vegetarians, yeah. but still eat fish. Yeah. So, yes, I'm with you. Great. I don't like being right. with you. I'm not comfortable Fair in this enough. space, but full agreement. Okay, great. Let's get to your food because I <laughs> Let's feel get like to the food. Do, were you done talking about Lulu and places in Calgary? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Lulu and the Koo. The Koo and Lulu are two places I got to discover. I would have discovered more just that I was at a, a at a festival, working at the festival. Sure. So uh, there was a lot of food provided backstage I, and all that. So we didn't. I didn't eat as much as I would have. You know? Did you have a Caesar in Calgary? Because remember, the Caesar, bloody Caesar, was invented in in Calgary. I, when did I have a Caesar? I had a Caesar at the after party nice. on Saturday, because I was like, I'm. De- Look, I can't mention the brand, but there's a brand of rum. Oh snap! Okay. Here's what's happened. Yeah. I've started buying better quality rum. Yep. I've started buying better quality tequila. Sure. So I have my, I've told you about tequila. I have my Espolón is my middle range. Yep. Blanco, Reposado, whoever's over. With it. But then for the real aficionados, there's this George Clooney brand everybody knows, at Casamigas. Right. It really tastes like an aged rum and aged tequila together. It's like a $90 bottle. Yeah. It's a, a Añejo, it's called. So aged, you know, yes. vintage sort of, not vintage, aged uh, tequila. Once you start doing that, you're kind of screwing yourself. It's the same thing in Canada. You drink a bunch of Starbucks. It's hard to go back yeah. to Tim Hortons. So uh, with it just so happened, you know, I have my, my son's birthdays, and everyone's like, what can we get? What does he like? I'm like, what does he like? I'm the one who takes care sure. of this guy. What do I like? Yeah. Rum or whatever. I, you right. know, booze. So, uh, you know, again, I'm in my 40s. My friends make a little bit more money, so they bring these uh, aged rums, eight years, 12 years, sure. this kind of stuff. So once you have those, you're not mixing it. There's no rum and coke no, anymore. You're no. just having that on a rock, a yeah. couple of rocks. Some people have it neat. So to go back to the generic rum, mm-hmm. whose name I will not mention, sure. it's very difficult. Yep. And I tried it for my first drink at the okay. after party. I was like, I can't. This this tastes like chemicals. Yeah. It doesn't taste good. <coughs> rum superior? I don't think so. Right. So now I'm like, what do I have? What do I have? And I finished with a Caesar. I saw the Clamato there. I go, sure. I have a Caesar. And I had zero hangover the next there day. You go. And I, I, I believe it's because of that choice. Caesar as a final drink of the night. I think that's a good choice. It's a it's it look, it's a great cocktail. If you haven't had one, I, I, I can't recommend it enough, especially if the bartender knows what they're doing. Sure. All right, let's get to your let's get, let's to, get to your concoction. Thank I'm you. Give you that oh, yeah, back. Okay, so summer. Yes. So here's what here's what happened. We're very frank. We're very open. We're very uh, transparent. Transparent is the exact word I'm looking for on this show. I wanted to, and it was going to be a risk. Yeah. But I was going to uh, um, stir fry some rapini. Oh. We were going to talk about rapini. Sure. A lot of people steam it, boil it first, mm. then fry. I don't do that anymore. I just want to mention for our American listeners, yes. you might know it as broccoli wrap in uh, rape. Uh, in Canada, we call it rapini, which is its proper name. So everyone can kiss my ass. Everyone, send your letters to Ali. Okay, but anyway, sorry. Hey, I didn't say nothing. Um, so anyway, because I my kids, it's it's very bitter rapini. Yeah. 
So good for you. It's so good for you. Yeah. My kids can't handle sure. that much bitterness. So I'm like, no, you got to finish. What I do, thicker stems, I stir fry first. Then I take, you know, the um, the, the leaves and stuff, stir fry separately. I'm a big fan. Sure. All and, and and the beauty is olive oil, garlic, salt, chili peppers. That's, that's it. All you need. Chili that's flakes. All you, yep, I mean. Yeah, that's yep. it. That's the whole thing. Much to my dismay. Oh, snap. The the part that I left, I left for too long and it spoiled. Oh, okay, okay, fair enough. Okay. I'm the idiot. No, no, I, hey, it was listen. so fresh when I sure. left for Calgary. I made it the night before. Of course I've been gone for four yeah. days. Why would it be that mm-hmm. great? But it was like yeah, it just wasn't it wasn't spoiled, spoiled, right. but it wasn't fresh and right. I was already I'm coming into your territory right. so it has to be you know anyway so then I, my my um my whole thing was going to be this is the bitter episode right bitter like Marco right, right. right? okay and then uh, I, I screwed up but I said we have baby arugula nice which I've also had last night which was bitter mm-hmm. of course the kids complained right but the bitter stuff a so good for you, whether it's bitter melon or it's rapini or it's even stuff like watercress is not that sure. bitter. These things are so good for you. And if you shift your mindset mm-hmm. to eat it just because it's good for you, yes. eventually you start liking the sure. taste. And eventually you start finding ways to make it more palatable. Also, expand your palate. Enjoy the bitter yeah. side of your yeah, palate. Because goddamn clowns. In North no, America, everything's true. sweet. Sugar, sweet. Corn yeah. syrup, high fruit, corn syrup, this, blah, blah, blah. Add yes. more sugar. Add this, add whatever. Let's just explore other areas of our palate. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying, too. Uh, grow up. That's all I'm going to say, too. All right, right there you please. Go. Now you're right. speaking my language. Right. That's twice in one episode. Okay. Now, the last thing I would have done is drizzle some olive oil on right. it, and I didn't uh, I didn't see it. I, I have tons of olive oil. Okay. As an Italian, I I keep it under, under the sink because I like my olive oil to be shaded. I don't like light to hit it. God forbid light hits. Well, you don't want it to go rancid, right? I'm sorry. I, although it sounds like I'm being facetious, right. but my God forbid is coming from a good place. But here's the thing, too: my olive oil would never go rancid because we go through it like right. like butter. Yeah, you never have. And to. but still, I'm used to yeah. it being in a darker place. You know what we go through like butter. 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 Yeah, exactly. So here we go. This is an arugula salad. This looks now, fantastic. I, I this feel is like amazing this is like a summer salad. This is how salad should be. I agree. Did you take a picture of this? Because it's I so colorful. Okay, because, okay, let me just say this. It's a feast for the eyes the second I get it. There's color, there's texture. You've got corn, you've got uh, tomato. I got blue cheese that has its own characteristic color. You've got the uh, arugula, you've got chickpeas. Um, you actually have a little bit of sauerkraut there. Sa- oh, that sauerkraut. Yeah, I thought it was sauerkraut. onion. Very nice. Yeah, Nicely yeah, yeah, played, yeah. my friend. Yeah. Nicely played. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to eat while you talk. You eat, and I also have some uh, basil leaves torn into there. So oh. the, the whole point is not just a feast for your eyes, but also. Uh, all these flavors will, if you're not able to do what Marco suggested, which is like grow up, uh, <laughs> all these flavors sort of take away from the idea that this is bitter. Right? Now, I can admit, you know, if somebody's going to eat just baby arugula with some olive oil on it and some lemon juice, you'd have nothing else to focus on. Mm-hmm. But there's the creaminess of the cheese. It doesn't have to be blue if you're not a blue person. You can take like a double cream brie or something like this. Great way to uh, diminish salt in your diet too by adding cheese in its place if you can less, have sodium. Yeah, less yeah. salt, sure. Yeah. I go with more salt and more cheese. But anyway, everybody eats their own. Some people can't because of dietary of stuff. Course. Okay? Of course, yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> okay, I get it, I get it, cheese. So the cheese... Um, Blue cheese is creamy, so now you have a different texture opposite this arugula. The cherry tomatoes are sweet, so you have a sweetness op- yeah. o- opposite this be- bitterness. There's chickpeas in there, A, for a source of protein, but B, for a little, also, again, a, a, a creaminess, right? Which mm-hmm. is going to really, like, 
help this salad sort of round out. Corn, again, with some sweetness. Sauerkraut, just like a healthy option. You, I try to find ways to sneak sauerkraut everywhere I can. And, and that's it. And then if you wanted more crunch, you could add sunflower seeds. You could add uh, pumpkin seeds, pepitas, yes. these kind of things. So I'm a big fan of this. If you are on a sodium-restricted diet, add nutritional yeast oh, to it. Oh, such a good yeah. idea. Yeah, exactly. This is how salads should come when you go to a restaurant. It shouldn't just be greens. I know a place that serves greens. It says greens, and all you get are greens. Yeah. And I'm like, this is like, this, there's nothing to this. There's like, I get it if you like salads, but there's nothing more. And I, and I always feel a pang in my heart for people who are vegetarian and go to restaurants that don't cater to vegetarians and they go for the salad and the salad is very bland. Salads don't have to be bland. Absolutely. And they should have ingredients like this that lift up the color, uh, add texture, dimension, and contrasting and complementing flavors like you just mentioned. So this is a huge argument that my wife and I had when we would have when we got married. And and, and thankfully she's sort of sort of seen the the other side, but we would go to a restaurant and I, I would order a salad. She's like, what's the point? 15 bucks, 12 bucks, you're gonna order a salad. You make salads at home, we don't really need to eat a salad. And I'd be like, no, but I wanna see what they're doing with the salad. And she would always picture exactly what you described, yeah. a bunch of mixed greens. Cause she's a smart woman. Cause she's a smart woman or she's had those experiences where she had eaten that. I mean, smart, I don't know if that's what we're really talking about here. Of course she is, but I think her eating experiences were such that she was going to places where it's just greens on a plate. And you're like, well, we have a box of those at home. And she's thinking about how her family makes salads, yeah. which is just like maybe there's some carrot shredded onto some greens. That's if you know we've got the time and the inclination. But I was like, no, no, no. This is a, a grapefruit avocado salad with a bunch of, you know, like uh, charred corn, whatever it is. So I ordered these salads and then... You know, when you try a well-made salad, something that's really been thought out uh, th- thought out before it's made, and you uh, you have something that was made, like the chef took their time and thought about it, you're like, okay, I see what you're doing, and I like what's happening. So, yeah. I've been right. quiet because I've just been eating this like it's I've never seen stop. you eat like that, oh, and man. it makes it warms my heart, Marco, because usually you take one bite and you go, great, and I go, ah, who knows? Who no, knows no, this guy? Uh, listen. And I'm not a salad person. To me, a salad, really? and I'm really not. Okay. Uh, it's not my thing. I'll have it on the side, whatever, but rapini, I don't. Rapini, you are a rapini person. Listen. You don't consider that a salad. You consider that a side. It's a contorno for us. It's a contorno. side for sure, yeah. Um, but salads aren't my thing necessarily. I think because, like your wife, I've always associated with them being bland. Why would I order them? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Especially the wedge salad. Often offends me because it looks so <laughs> horrible. But yes. I will say this. Shout out to the keg. Which is a restaurant in Canada. They do a fantastic wedge salad. So, what is the wedge at the keg? It's the, it's it's a it's a quarter of an entire iceberg head, right? Yeah? And then a lot of places go measly with that because, and they'll just put a little bit of dressing on it and see you later, right? right. And it's like you can't if you're going to give me a quarter of iceberg lettuce, you got to dress it up because the iceberg has a crunch, and that's it, right? Like there's not much to iceberg lettuce. It no. needs something, right? And you know. They ask you, do you want ranch or do you want blue cheese? Of course, blue cheese, uh, bacon bits, uh, tomatoes. You, they just add a bunch of things to it to lift the salad, to give the salad a little bit more uh, more life. St- life. Yeah. And I love it. But, I've been, I, but I'm very weary of the wedge salad because a lot of places are just like, all right, here's some ranch dressing. Go nuts. And it's like, what? You've given me... You're giving me rabbit food with a bit of ranch dressing. What do you want me to do here, right? <laughs> so I was at the keg on Friday mm-hmm. in Calgary. It was in my hotel. That sure. was the easy. That's part of the reason I couldn't eat the gelato. 
And uh, to your very, very point, I was getting one of three salads for free with my steak. And I refused all three. One was a Caesar, one was the wedge, one was greens, mixed greens or field greens, I think yep. they call it. And I refused all three, and I paid an extra 12 bucks for uh, for tomatoes with um, burrata. Oh, okay. I mean, it was there for sure, me, burrata. Sure. I mean, I can't. My wife just got lobster splained at a keg. I saw your post on Facebook. Let's go through it. I had to take it down because then my sister-in-law wrote something, oh. and it became a thing. And I'm like, oh, my God, this was meant to be a lighthearted thing. And everybody had to chime in, and it was like, whatever, right? Yeah. So they have- just the- if you say my wife got lobster splain, that's already as lighthearted as it gets. Right. It's hilarious. Anyway, she okay. then she then chimed in and said, "Well, maybe he maybe he's from a small town in New Brunswick, and maybe he's trying to explain lobster but, to." But people. Amanda, your wife, is from New Brunswick and that's Boston. The whole point and Boston and lobsters her favorite. Okay, and so it's right. kind of like we got to give that context to listeners. Yeah, because yeah. it's like if there's anyone who knows lobster, it's my wife. Who, right. If there's anyone who can tear into a lobster, like Daryl Hannah from Splash, yeah. it's my wife. So we're there, and they have a lobster. They have lobster fest going on, or it's whatever. A, it is. Okay, so it's a lobster restaurant. No, no, it's the keg. We're at it's the keg. The keg. It's so the it's a keg. steak restaurant. Yeah, yeah, no okay, worries. Okay. We're still at the keg, which I, I want to start by saying I love the keg. All right. right, right so right. the waiter comes up and he's like, she's looking at the menu and they have a surf and turf, which is two lobster tails and um, sirloin for 48 bucks. Saw it. So and then they have lobster fest going on. So you can get half a lobster and uh, something else for 50 bucks. So she goes, can you explain to me? What we get in this one here, which is $2 more, it's a half lobster. What do you mean by half lobster? He's like half a tail and a full claw. And she goes, well, that doesn't make sense. If I can get two tails with the, with the sirloin for 48 why am I spending 50 for half a tail and a claw? And then he explains the taste of claw meat to her. And she's like, no, no, I know what lobster tastes like, right? And, in, and she goes, but it doesn't make lobster math sense, right? Lobster math. Because why would I sacrifice two tails for a half tail and a, and a full claw? You guys needed to start drawing things at this point. And might I add, the claw that you get, you don't necessarily get the big claw, right? You might get the other claw because mm. a lobster has a – an Atlantic lobster has a yep. big claw to crush things and a smaller claw to hold things for more delicate. Yeah, exactly. If they're going to do calligraphy or whatever, yeah. right? They need that <laughs> – <laughs> they need that. The one they smoke a joint with. Yeah. yeah. The one they paint their eyebrows with. You know, yeah, whatever yeah. whatever it is, sure. they have that smaller claw. So my wife's like, it doesn't make sense. And to, to the credit of the waiter, he kind of said, I know. And he was lovely. Okay. I didn't explain that in the in the ah, you're Facebook. A, I just wrote he got my wife got you're lost. A savage, no, bro. no. We did and then I then I explained because then my sister in law was like, Yeah, but you know, maybe he's working at a mediocre restaurant, not making tips. I'm like, Now hey. you're like, hey, hey, yeah, we like, ain't going to no mediocre restaurant. First of all, here's the thing. The guy yeah. is a lovely waiter. He was lovely. He was, I guess he was told to explain what lobster meat tastes like. He didn't need to do that to my wife, right. who's from New Brunswick and Boston. So she, I corrected him. I said, She's from Boston, she knows lobster. And she says, I'm also from New Brunswick. I love lobster. It just doesn't make sense. And he, he agreed. And they were lovely, and they gave us a free dessert because we were celebrating something. And so I love the keg. The waiter was great, but we got lobster splained. That's all I'm going to say there. End of story. And you can't you can't have half a tail in a claw be worth more than two tails. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. There you go. It's a tough time out there on social media. I saw somebody post an example of terrible script writing. Commas unnecessary, oh, missing man. punctuation, and just... 
you know, like it was all the words made sense. Sure. But the way it was, uh, you know, punctuated was terrible. And somebody came to the defense of everyone was like, ha, 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 right, right. like, like, like. And then somebody's like, well, maybe that person is just expressing themselves. I'm like, man, Let's, it was better when we couldn't hear yeah. you. Yeah. That person is who yeah. I'm talking to. Uh, if I can just make a mention to something stupid <laughs> that happened in the restaurant that I work at. Yes. People coming in and ordering drinks that are not on the menu, beers in particular. They're like, I'll, uh, do you have Goosehead on on draft? It's like, Goose Island. Goose yeah. Island, whatever. Yeah. And it's like, no, like, look at the list there. I got three things on, on the show. Oh, you don't have Goose Island on draft? I'm like, no. You're love. in Toronto, Canada. It's a Chicago beer, moron. What is? Were those Americans? No, they were they were trashy Canadians. Goose Island is not even... This is, it was a trashy first date. That's like one out of ten bars has Goose Island on tap. What whatever, whatever. And listen, if you like Goose Island, more power to you. I'm Goose, sure it's, it's a great, great beer. But, but if it's not on the menu... And then she starts saying, I want this, and ordering stuff that's not on the menu. I was like, I don't have that. Like, what do you yeah. want me to do? Like, well, you have the menu in front of you. Yeah. Ask me, can I get this like with you, that? She, sure. she wasn't trying to modify stuff no, in no, the no. menu. Completely off. Yeah, yeah. Me. Just ordering, just ordering stuff like you know, whatever, whatever her heart felt like. It's like I don't have that to give you, so like let's just chill. And not every restaurant adds chicken to salads. Can I add chicken to that? No, we don't do that. And we get this look. Not every restaurant does that. Everybody relax. Everybody relax. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> okay. Do you so- hear that, lady? <laughs> all right. So that's that's the food. That's the drink. Are you ready? I'm ready. Are you ready? I don't see a blindfold. I'll listen up. Oh, shit. I don't have a blindfold. Ah, <laughs> okay, okay. Let me grab that. What's in Marco's mouth? That's right. What's in Marco's mouth? It's nothing dirty. Willie guessing. Willie messing. Let's find out. What's in Marco's mouth? Okay. Ow. This yeah. is a really tight one. This is a tight <laughs> blindfold. <laughs> Good. That's <laughs> not what you deserve. Funny. Okay. You deserve the snap of the blindfold against your. Uh, you heard side that? Of your head. I sure oh. did, buddy. Everybody heard that. Okay. okay. So, um, uh, first thing you're gonna do is uh, move your nose towards me a little bit, Jesus, okay. and smell this. Okay? okay. Okay. Tell me when to smell. Smell now. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Strong. It has a sweet kind of smell to it. Um, I know this. You know it. Eh? I know it. I I know this smell. Oh, oh, it's like um, it's not candied fennel, is it? Da, da, da. Okay, uh, let me have it in my space. Take it in the spoon. Okay, oh shit. All right. I can't feel it. Just pop it in my mouth? Just pop it in your mouth. I give you just very little right now. Oh, it's very little. I can give you more, buddy. I can give you, oh, give you more. I like this flavor. Oh, good for you. I didn't know if you would or not. Oh, I do like it. Fennel seeds, but it's not fennel seeds. It has a fennel kind of flavor to okay, it. You're halfway there, buddy. You're halfway oh, okay. there, huh? I okay. want you to win. Can you put it in my hand? Yes, I can. Okay. <laughs> you know what it reminds Don't me of? Your hand. You know when you go to Don't move your hand. Okay. Move you know when you go to Indian restaurants yes. and they have a little bowl of that Absolutely. fennel because it fennel? tastes like candy fennel. Yeah. Okay, let me see. Okay, it's not because it's it's kind of powdery. It's not powdery, it's kind of like uh, seedy or like the husk of seeds. Oh. It really reminds me of that fennel that you have. Is it fennel seeds? Could it be as simple as fennel seeds? No. It's not fennel but seeds. It's, but it's very close. Fenugreek? No, you got the fennel. You got fennel. the fennel. Okay. It's fennel and something else. There's two ingredients. No, it's a fennel something. It's a f- oh, it's fennel It's fennel flowers. It's fennel 
fennel closer, blossoms. Closer, closer, closer. Fennel blossoms, fennel seeds, fennel. No. Oh, I know what it is because it's powder. It's it's fennel pollen. It has. There you go. He got it. He got it. Oh, that's he amazing. He got it. Oh, that's fennel so. Pollen. Oh. Dude, so well, you kind of uh, flowers, you blossoms. Got, I was guiding it, but you, I, what am I going to be here and say no? Because it wasn't. I know what a fennel seed is lo- like. Because fennel seeds can be hard. You find them in tarali. Exactly. exactly. Uh, you know, I you sometimes find them in sausages, and people hate them. And I love sure, fennel seeds. Sure, sure, um, sure, sure. But it wasn't. It was. I, I think I even said it was kind of powdery. Off Finocchio the top. is it? Uh, Finocchio yeah. is uh, the Italian word for, for fennel. fennel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, it's beautiful. Good for it's beautiful. You. I love fennel. Good. Do you like fennel? I really do, man. I really do. You know what I'm talking about, the candied fennel that you get in India. Of course. I was raised on that well, stuff. What is that called? Because I love that. Uh, I'm drawing a blank on the name for that okay. in, um, in Hindi or Urdu. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, yeah, it's a very common thing. Uh, to to put in your mouth as you're leaving a restaurant, right? But um, great for digestion. Great to help you yes, digest yes, your food. Yes. Great for uh, also um, if you like urine from other people's fingers. If you're into that, yes. then that would almost inevitably be on that because some people just yeah, there's a spoon, but I'm not going to use no, it. No, why? When you can get your urine hints <laughs> into what everyone else is going to have. I so love this. I was a it. gift that we got this fennel pollen, and I'm really enjoying it. My friends, um, also from Calgary. Jane and Ty, my wife's good friends, and and my friends now, and they brought a few different spices. I'm not going to name all of them because one uh, another one might sure. make an appearance sure, here sure. one day. But uh, I just feel like you know, on a on a very simple fried fish on chicken to add this, it's just a great finishing touch. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Um, you could even put a little bit of that on your creme brulee or whatever, just a tiny tiny bit there to oh, add just that lift of okay. fennel. I love it. Look at you. Um, we before we go, I want to mention that we got a Facebook message from one of our listeners. I yes. uh, can't remember his name, Karen's husband. Oh who, yes, yeah, yes, who, yes, yes, who yes, talked yes. about this delicious breakfast uh, thing that he does, which I have. I'm going to do. I just haven't had a chance to do it. Yeah. And I want to thank our listeners for uh, reaching out, telling us different recipes that they want to hear about or try about, or just let us know and. Um, I'm trying to look him up as yeah. we're here, but I'm not fast yeah, enough. Yeah, sorry, I should have mentioned it mine, beforehand, but, uh, but uh, we welcome those things. Don't worry, we'll mention, because I'm going to try that recipe, and then we'll go into detail with regards that's to it. It, it, was, so. it was like kind of like, um, it was almost like a huevos rancheros. Yes. I was telling him that I make a what we call a masala eggs. So the... Uh, the, the 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 tomato is a, is a very much a you know indian spiced tomato curry mm-hmm. and then you poach eggs inside it and Yum. it's fantastic Yum. yeah all right so look forward to our egg breakfast egg uh, breakfast is coming uh, up. episode yeah, yeah we need to spend more time together can't yeah. just come running in i'm going to stay upstairs <laughs> cook stuff together uh, uh, listen, I had fun, and I got the what's in Marco's mouth, so I'm a Big happy camper. I'm a happy Big camper, We agreed man. on two things today. Yeah, my goodness. Good for you. All right, we'll, we'll be sure to disagree in the next episode. <laughs> Until we eat again. We hope you got your fill of Eat and Drink with Ali Hassan and Marco Timpano. Follow them on Instagram and Twitter at Podcast Eat Drink. Email them your cocktail and food suggestions to podcasteatdrink at gmail.com. Until the next episode, bottoms up.